At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could hang with us tonight for, uh, I don't know, you know, talk about all sports. Again, tomorrow night, the Stanley Cup Finals begins game one in Colorado between the Avalanche and the Lightning. Don't you, <laughs> And then on Thursday, game six, maybe the decider between the Celtics and the Warriors of the NBA Finals. Warriors up three games to two after their victory last night. We do, though, want to talk about the U.S. Open, which tees off Thursday morning from Brookline, Massachusetts, the country club. Rick Gaiman is going to head out out there tomorrow. He's the host of the First Cut podcast. We love having Rick on. Rick, you are going to be there. You are going to be heckling Phil Mickelson. Yes or no? <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. Maybe after I get a couple in me, I can heckle. <laughs> Fine. I've got I've got no problem with that, but I'm, I'm stoked to get out there on the grounds and uh see this historic golf course and have the world's best converge on it. I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled. Uh, should be fun, man. I, I went to the, uh, the open at, uh, was it congressional when Rory won, I believe. And also the Olympic club when Webb Simpson won, uh, nothing like a U.S. open and Brookline will be a different environment than those two places. Uh, I would imagine. What are you looking for profile wise, uh, in all your bets here? Yeah, so this is a golf course that makes guys really uncomfortable. There's a lot of blind shots everywhere, and these greens that have actually been expanded are still the second smallest greens in major championship history. There's just a lot of trust and creativity required from the golfers that are going to find success this week. So I think there's a couple of things. Uh, this is still certainly going to be a USGA setup. That means narrow fairways, thick rough. If you're playing out of the rough, you're probably – taking a half stroke penalty every time that you do. And then uh, with those small greens and the undulations in them, it's going to repel a lot of golf shots. And I imagine that uh, a lot of uh, players will be playing from green side. So I think you've got to be accurate off the tee. Ideally you can get the ball up and in when you do miss the greens, because it seems inevitable uh, that you're going to be playing from, from the rough or from the bunkers uh, alongside those greens very, very often. So with something like that, do we take some of these guys that are, you know, again, just just phenomenal in other aspects of the game and have to scratch them off, like even as much as it hurts, you know, guys like 
Cam Smith, guys like Victor Hovland. I mean, maybe even Zalatoris, though that's I have an outright on Zalatoris. But I mean, it's some of these guys where again they check most of the boxes. But man, we know that this likely going to be a lot of scrambling, likely going to need to make some putts here and there. And those guys have just not been doing it for for a while now. It, well, and then as far as uh, as far as Cam Smith goes, he's just been spraying it off the tee all over the place, and so he's going to find himself in in grass up to his waist. Yeah, that's the issue that I kind of have with Cam Smith and even Justin Thomas to some extent. JT's an awesome short game player. He's got great wedges. But, uh, you know, Brookline in the country club, it's not going to be like Wings Foot. Wings Foot, when you were one yard off the fairway, you were in six-inch rough. And if you were 30 yards off the fairway, you were in six-inch rough. It didn't matter. It's just the same length everywhere. That's, that's not what you get at a rugged New England country club. This is going to be more penal the more wayward that you are. You're going to get into fescue. You're going to get into some really awkward situations. So I think Cam Smith is actually the perfect example. As much as I love the guy, as great as his uh, around the green play has been, as great as the putter can be, He's going to really have to rein in that driver or else he's going to be playing from the wrong position often, and it's just going to be piling up against him for most of the week. All right, so let's start with some uh, some outrights. What names and what bets have you come up with here? Yeah, so I've actually entered the week with uh, three future bets that I've made in the last three or four weeks. Um, those are Tony Finau at, at 50 to 1, uh, Daniel Berger at 75 to 1, and Patrick Reed, believe it or not, at 125 to 1. So that, that already started my card before we got into the week, and I'm still thrilled with those numbers. They're, they're getting shorter, so I'm getting a little bit of closing line value on those at the moment. But it, it, it's only going to allow me to probably add one or two more guys to my card. So I, I look at the top of the board and I see John Rahm. I give him kind of an honorable mention. The fact that he's fi fixed the short game, the fact that he's putting a lot better. I love it, but I'm going a little bit further to Jordan speed. And this is kind of my, my crown jewel at the moment uh, of the, of the betting card, because I think there's two paths to success at the country club. You can either be an elite ball striker or you can have an elite short game. And Jordan Spieth's kind of been doing both of those things. He's a lot more accurate off the tee now than he has been in recent years. And even though he went through some really bad putting struggles in recent months, he's starting to figure it out, gaining three, uh, three times in his last four starts with the putter. And I just think that when you've got a competition that could come down to a chipping contest, a creativity contest, uh, this is probably one of the better setups uh, for Jordan Spieth at a U.S. Open. So that's kind of my crown jewel at the top there to add to the card. And, you know, I would imagine from a DFS standpoint, I mean, when you kind of look at, at where he falls, I imagine if you, if you, if you really kind of think of ownership here, I mean, Jordan's probably going to be underowned, right? I mean, he's probably going to go under the radar here. So if you like him, I imagine from a betting standpoint, you're probably going to have some, some decent exposure to him in that aspect as well. Right. For sure. I'll be highly invested in Jordan Spieth kind of across the board here in all formats. And I think it's a situation where on paper, there are a lot of USGA, a lot of US Open setups that are not good for Jordan Spieth. But this is on the shorter side, right? This is 500 yards shorter than Torrey Pines. It's 800 yards shorter than Aaron Hills. The fact that these greens are going to be so difficult to hit with how firm and fast we expect them to be. And then you look at some of the hazards that you get greenside, these chocolate drops, a New England architecture feature that is going to require some unbelievable creativity. It's going to feel a little bit more like an open championship than, than a normal U.S. Open. It's not going to play entirely like an open championship, but just a little more than normal. And I think that really, really helps out someone like Jordan Spieth. When, when you, uh, I guess this question applies to every golf tournament, but I'm curious, when you play a major, Rick, do you, do you change your allocation at all? Do you go harder on a major? Do you go lighter? Is it about the same? What, what ends up happening with you? Uh, I would like to say that I keep it the same, but I, I'm guilty of uh, just as much as everybody of seeing yeah. all the great options that we get for major championships and seeing, oh, that's an interesting prop, or oh, well, let me try this one. Too. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm certainly guilty of it, but what I what I think I tend to do is I get more focused on kind of the outright portion of my card. You know, the U.S. Open is a great example. Each of the last 10 winners have been inside the top 30 of the official world golf rankings. You know, you look at some of just the most recent past winners, uh, Brooks Kepka twice, Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, Gary Woodland. I mean, these are like elite big boys when it comes to the world of golf. So I think major championships, and especially the U.S. Open, they kind of allow me to focus on skill set a little bit more. I, I, I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't uh, more exposed this week than, than others, but I, I think it's well warranted. 
Rick, I know you said you already had a you already have a, a future that you made, you know, several weeks or months ago or whatever on, on Patrick Reed, but how overall are you treating the the live golfers? Was it one of the deals where you were, okay, they, they played overseas. I know it's not that, that big of a flight or whatever. They played overseas, this, that, and the other. Probably going to get heckled. I mean, probably guys are going to, like you said, the, you know, guys going to get a few in them, probably going to get, you know, heckled and all the things like that. Like, did you did you avoid them on purpose? Is it just you weren't, there weren't a lot of guys that you were really into anyway? What, what were you thinking there? I, I believe there's only probably two and a half viable options from the guys that went over to the live golf tour. Dustin Johnson, if you want to think that he can summon a little bit of us open magic, although his season hasn't been great. Patrick Reed, who again, I think fits into the mold of if this thing turns into a short game contest, I, I like my chances with Patrick Reed. And the other one is, is Taylor Gooch, who is kind of the surprising guy that went over to live golf. Cause he's such a good ball striker and he gets to a course like this. That should probably be, a pretty good fit for him. But, but in general guys, um, I don't, I don't particularly uh, necessarily care what the, you know, that the fact that they are live golf guys, I actually don't expect them to be heckled all that much. I think what happens on golf Twitter is much different than what happens kind of when we get out there at a major championship. So I, I don't expect anything to change there, but like, you know, Bryson's been just been objectively bad. Phil Mickelson probably doesn't have much left in the tank. There's just a lot of guys that went over there and played that. Um, I, I don't think they were going to be contending a lot of places in the world. Um, let's talk about sort of an in, in, you know, tournament feeling here. We've seen a lot of big comebacks recently. Justin Thomas, for goodness sakes, at the PGA in the last major, uh, making up a huge deficit on the final round of that. Um, Mito, uh, what was it? Uh, who was the who was the leader in that uh, tournament? That was uh, that Justin came back and uh, took down the Chilean golfer. Mito, Mito Pereira. I'm sorry. Um, yes, thank you. Uh, this one, different kind of course. Like, how many strokes back do you feel would have a shot on a course like this come Sunday? A lot. Yeah, I think I think there's big numbers lurking out here. And I think there's I think there's bogey trains lurking out here. There's going to be a lot of situations where, um, you know, elevated greens or blind shots where your ball does not end up where you expect it to. Or even if you hit a really good shot, you're going to be punished for that. It's not necessarily an entirely fair golf course. I'll be the first to admit that there's a lot of situations. I think Southern Hills, I think Southern Hills did a really good job of rewarding good shots and penalizing bad shots. And I'm not necessarily sure the country club is going to be as fair. I think there's going to be a lot of guys who had great shots and they end up, you know, 30 yards down a false front, or they are now greenside hung up in fescue just above a, a bunker. I, I don't think it's going to be as fair as Southern Hills is. So when you start to consider that coming down the stretch, adding in major championship pressure, I, I would not be surprised to see another large comeback just with the way I think this course is going to set up. All right, Rick, we've got about 30 seconds here. Bets aside, don't worry about what numbers you got guys at, anything like that. If you just had to pick a winner here, it's basically like a one and done and you could pick anybody. You've, you've got every golfer available to you. Who's going who's gonna to win this week? Yeah, in that scenario, I think it's John Rahm. You know, he is uh, kind of flying under the radar in his title defense here. And the only thing that has kept him from winning more this season has been his short game. And he was giving strokes away around the green and on the putting surface to start 2022, he has fixed that. And we are still going to very much get a total driving situation where the big boys can bomb it, the big boys can keep it straight, and nobody better off the tee than John Rock. Rick, we always appreciate it. Be safe out there. Don't heckle too much. <laughs> Rick Gaiman, everybody. Host of the uh, First Cut podcast, rickrungood.com as well, is where you can check him out, at rickrungood on Twitter. John Rahm, all numbers aside. He says, interesting. We'll come back. More golf talk and more. We'll update all the scores. It's VEASAN's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. 
The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus you are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Man, I so badly want to tell you about betting splits, but apparently I already have. We're splitting bets? Yeah, apparently for no what reason. I already did. That's what we uh, do around here. I'm concerned about Matt's eyes. What do you mean? His aim's very off. No, oh, no, I put really? juice on that one on purpose. I throw, you know, I throw them to you differently. Like I try to throw them to you differently every time. Yeah, but that one, like I didn't have a chance, man. I'd be like eight feet tall. No, you could have gotten out of the seat. Oh, oh but it was like ninety miles go. an hour. Come Here on, we go. Could have gotten out of the seat, Kelly. That's a personal shot. So I do want for to real, say right? one thing you, for you people who fight. have not, um, who have not been handicapping this golf tournament and whatever. So you heard Rick Gaiman mention chocolate drops, right? Um, I missed it. I missed that too. Okay. So just, just to explain, I, I caught it. And so I've imagined people probably are going, I don't, I don't get it. So this course, it's specific. It, it's very much very popular in the Northeast, but it, it's, this course has them. So it's basically little mounds that are placed just to make things harder. Right. So you're around the green and there might just be like a little mound in front of you. So it's, it's a way to make a course harder without like, you know, having to dig another bunker or whatever. So basically the, the origins of it, like back in the day, you'd make a golf course and there would be like something would just grow up like, you know, or whatever uh, you'd chop a tree down and, you know, it wasn't easy to get rid of like, or the you know, roots, roots or whatever, yeah. so you would just they would just grow grass over the top of it right and like just make it look like part of the course well they realized that like oh you hit a ball behind it and that's that's kind of challenging like you've got to like you know whatever or if you're down a little bit and there's this little mound like it's a little harder to see and all so like they made it part of golf course design hmm. this course has those uh intentionally you know like they were put there intentionally um so those are also things that you'll see this week on the course. I've never heard that term before. Yeah, as well. So those those are they're, they're little man-made mounds that are out there just to make things harder. So mm. if the course wasn't hard enough already, there will be just random little mounds like kind of around the green area and stuff that like, oh, you want to miss the green? Well, here's one more little hard thing for you to uh, – <laughs> To, to have to deal with like I mean it, it, you know I it, love a, a US Open where they are struggling to score oh yeah love it it, it was interesting when he says like he doesn't think there'll be hecklers and, and maybe there won't like because you know I want y'all probably don't remember because it, it just it was a last minute thing for me because I went to Tory last year like right. I went over there for the final round so I went over there on Sunday and there were some there were some hecklers I mean like I mean they oh, I think it's gonna be bad like, they got some too. They got some drinks in them, and, you know, there were some dudes who were certainly certainly doing some heckling and stuff and, and whatever. I mean, specifically, so if you remember uh, Oosthuizen, it was Oosthuizen and Rom that were, like, kind of battling out there towards the end. People like Rom, better than Oosthuizen, like, they were they were trying to mess with, with Louie, right? I mean, and I'm not saying, like, none of these live guys, I think, or certainly not Mickelson is going to be in contention, but I do think that, like, there will be some guys who go, 
we're going to go follow Mickelson. Oh yeah, just to mess. Of with course, him. I actually, I actually kind of like. I feel bad for Phil already. Like I, I, I it's, I, I know it's going to be terrible already, and it's not like I don't. Know, it's just not something anybody should have to play through. Like it's, it, it's just. I feel bad, not at all. Yeah, neither I. Don't feel bad at all. Ryan Hyatt has asked us a question. How do you know that Ryan Hyatt is? Because Kelly prints it on paper. Yes, he does. Beyond outrights in golf, what are your favorite props, matchups, or any of the myriad of golf wagers you can make on a tournament? By the way, are Vegas books offering more golf options? No. (laughs) (laughs) No uh, You know what, Ryan? Slightly for the majors. Slightly. Slightly. More more than Vegas typically does, but not more than other states. Yes, yes. Thank you for clarifying. Yes, still far short from the uh, wonderful options at DraftKings and some of the other uh, East Coast books. What about your favorite props, matchups? I mean, it's it's – it's the placement markets. I mean, for yeah. me, like, uh, you know, it's it's a way to hedge off of your exposure into these outrights or whatever. And so, the, actually, I got a, you know, a, a tweet. Somebody asked me about, you know, the amount of outrights that I have for this tournament. So, it changes. If you if you follow, you know, what we do every single week, I do, you know, this is, like, far more than I, than, than I, ha- than I, than I typically have. And it's far more oh, because can, it's a major. Can we talk about that? Because yeah. you've got a question about this, which I think is still – for me, the most interesting golf betting question. Yeah, it's so it's far more for me because it's a major than whatever. Because like so, because you can start betting these far in advance, where you can on a weekly basis, like a mm-hmm. weekly tournament. You the the odds come up on Mondays, right? I mean, so like you don't you don't you don't get to to try to quote unquote get out in front of a number or kind of anything like that, right? So for example, I saw the Cam Young, I saw the Sung J M, I saw the the. The the Justin Thomas number. I saw the Daniel Berger number. Although the Berger number is, right is around where it was. about the same. Homa and Berger right around where they are now. Um, but you know Fitzpatrick's down to like twenty seven to one now. Cam Young's down to fifty to one. Sung J M's down to thirty eight forty ish to one. Some of that. So it was more just trying to get on golfers that I really liked at numbers that I thought were going to be gone. That is, you know, a, that is a great explanation. And it's a roll of the dice because, again, Zal Torres is the same number. I didn't get in, I didn't get in front of anything, right? right. I, Sam Burns is the same number. I didn't get in front of anything. Though I think Sam of, Burns is getting disrespected. A little bit ahead of Burns, yeah. yeah. Like, I think he's getting disrespected. But, I mean, like. I, what I like about that question is, because I appreciate the sentiment of that question. The question had to do with, hey, how does the math work question. out on yeah. the outrights? Right. And this is what I talk about a lot uh, on a numbers game, which is when I'm doing, when I'm doing outrights in tennis – I'm not betting five players, right? Yeah. I'm betting one, pretty much. Yeah. Maybe a second in rare occasions. In golf, we hear a lot about, you know, on a week-to-week basis, and this is not what you're yeah. talking about, right? But on a week-to-week basis, we hear a lot about people betting, you know, multiple outrights. And I do say it out loud, too. I'm, I'm sort of like, is anybody doing the math on that, right? Yeah. And so I appreciate that question, but your explanation for the majors, I think, is a is a very precise one. Um, now, I have five guys. Now, I am I am somewhat guilty of what Rick was talking about, where I just sort of lose my mind a little bit on the majors because I never gonna have. Watch I mean, it in, in, I'm going to yeah, watch right, it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So right. mine is I rarely have golf outrights, and then I'll show up for a major and I'll have, like, typically two or three. For whatever reason, this time around, I ended up with five. And not at the best numbers, but I'll be watching it, and so – I'm not one to sort of uh, follow, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not practicing what I preach right there when I have five. But, but what I'm talking about is people who have like eight or nine every week. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sort of like, okay, well, when you hit one, if you're really doing the math, what are you ending up with? But I think your explanation for the majors is great. It's different because you can get so far ahead of the number that it's actually worthwhile EV-wise. Right, right. And like, so that's why I'm, I'm typically in this realm on a, in a, on a week-to-week basis, right? It's like it's, it'll be somewhere between three and five on, a, on any given normal tournament. And typically, and that's the other thing that I think, Kelly, it's probably worth re- rediscussing here as well is that, you know, all bets aren't created equal, right? Like I'm not betting the same on Justin Thomas at 17 to one that I'm betting on, you know, a guy at 125 mm-hmm. to one or 150 yep. to one or something like that. So, so the, the amount of investment in these guys does change on what I, what I perceive to be their probability well, of, of winning. I mean, the that also plus, you know, it, it's seven. I mean, seven bets at 20 to one is not the same as seven to bets scattered from 15 to 100 to one, yeah. right? I mean. And then also, I offset 
this with placement market bets, with head-to-heads, with things like that, which are also which are you know anywhere from three x to ten x an outright bet, right? So any any placement market bet, any head-to-head bet is three times to ten times what I would bet on on, on an outright. Typically. Yeah, that's probably exactly where I'm at from a unit standpoint, anyway, right? Like. I have a lot Minimum of money on Justin times, Thomas, yeah. but at 17 to one, I have to have a lot of money on Justin right. Thomas to uh, to justify the bet, right? And so it's just it's just different with with all that. Yeah, it's um, I, I mean, I think everything that matches that applies. This is I'm usually in between that three to six range, probably on most tournaments. I guess I would say. Um, but it, I mean, even you know, the last couple of months, even I've been playing less and less outrights just because it's been a wacky, wacky season for me with how many second place finishes I've had. <laughs> it's just disheartening at this point. Yeah. Um. But the, uh, I, I mean, I think that there is, I, I'm everything Matt just said applies to what I try to do for majors too, and then also what Rick, Rick said and what you just said, Gil. I will add more on a major week because. It's a major. It's like for us, for the golf fans and golf betters, this is like the Super Bowl four times a year. I would like to go into Sunday with someone in contention for rooting interest. Well, and there's and a, that's it. It's just fan reason. And there's an opportunity in these majors that you don't get in a week to week golf betting thing where you can find value. I mean, like because everyone comes in to bet these things. Like, yeah. I'm never getting Cam Young moving from 75 to 40. Ever in any in, in any given week, I'm never getting Sung JM move from 65 to 40 in any given week ever, right? Like that's just never happened. There's not going to be enough volume on those guys to move the odds that incredibly much. But when everybody starts coming in and betting a major, then you know you try to get in on on some of these guys that you think you can get some some value out of or whatever. But and, you know, and we when are, it's all said and done. Yeah, you know. Will I need to do very well in the placement markets in the head-to-heads in yeah. order to turn a profit? Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah. You know, I one. mean, real, the only two outrights I've hit in the past, this calendar year have been in the majors, and because I play so many outrights, yes, those winnings were way less than what they normally would have been on a regular week for me. I think it's a worthwhile discussion. It is. It's to a, have, I think it's a great discussion to have uh, every every so often. We'll come back. Uh, we will update all the scores in baseball. It is Vison's prime time action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Heat up your lineup with the FootJoy Tee Off Challenge. Join two free fantasy golf contests to compete for your share of $10,000 in total cash prizes while the world's best golfers tee off. Head to DraftKings.com slash FootJoy now to join the action. FootJoy, the number one shoe and glove in golf. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Still two to nothing. Yankees over the Rays. Bottom of the seventh in the Bronx. And it all came down to that that one play, which mm-hmm. we brought up when it happened, when uh, Manuel Margot just flat out dropped, whiffed, just dropped a routine pop up in right field, and so Corey Kluber ends his day with zero earned runs, but those two runs that eventually scored with two out in that inning are what is holding up for the Yankees right now. Yeah. The Guardians are up two nothing on the Rockies. I bet y'all never guess who has the, who have the two RBI. Oh yeah, you'll, you'll never guess. You'll never guess. Todd Helton. <laughs> Why do they pitch to Jose Ramirez? I, like, I just don't get it. Like, I, I, like there's the right nobody team. else Why that's going to hurt you. Wh- why are they even pitching to this guy? Like, yeah. I just don't yeah. understand. Yes, he has both RBI for the Guardians. It's just it is it's actually silly. We do have some first pitches coming if you do want to get in a little bit later here. Tonight, uh, the Reds and the Diamondbacks in about 10 minutes. This is Tyler Molly. This is Zach Davies. Davies and the Diamondbacks, minus 120 home favorites. Even money on the Reds as road underdogs. Nine is the total. 945 Eastern, Royals and Chris Bubich and Giants and Logan Webb. Webb and the Giants are minus 240 home favorites. Plus 195 on the Royals if you want them as road underdogs. Eight and a half, the total there. 10-10 Eastern, you got Noah Syndergaard and the Angels, Tony Gonsolin and the Dodgers going at it tonight. Gonsolin and the Dodgers are minus 190 home favorites, plus 160 on the Angels as road underdogs. Eight and a half, the total there. That Honestly, that should tell you the respect 
for the Dodgers, and then also the disrespect for Syndergaard because as as good as Trout has been hitting the ball, as, as Otani's starting to heat up a little bit and all that, and they're still still plus one sixty dogs here to Tony Gonsolin, you know, for for Tony, the Dodgers. Who's, Tony, been, who's been good? Tony Gonsolin is was he eight and zero now? Yeah, he's been he's been good for sure. Um, Remember we talked about that with Jack Flaherty last year. Flaherty yeah. was by the way coming now to play uh, for the uh, for the Cardinals, which is huge boost for them, but. Uh, when we were talking, I remember we were like, hey, in an era where wins and loss, like everybody's yeah. agreed that that wins and losses don't have any analytical, you know, any 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 analytics-based value because so much is out of the starting pitcher's control. Maybe the pendulum has swung so much that someone who is an outlier, right, right who actually pl- starts mm-hmm. enough and gets deeper enough to, into a game to actually get wins, maybe someone like Gonsolin, who's 8-0, actually has this strange card that nobody like, else has well, like, in his uh, resume. Like Urias last year, who right. was just an afterthought. Oh, but he right. was just winning every single That's time right. he went out and he went out and pitched. Did like, he end up winning twenty? Uh, he was he was I know he was he was he was really close what last did, year. What was Urias? Yeah, he, he had an unbelievable win loss record um, last year. In the uh for the Angels, Taylor Ward back in the lineup for them off of the IL. Uh we'll see if he continues this ridiculous just a uh, hot beginning to the season. Twenty and three. Yeah. Leo Ur- yeah. Urias last year. And he was year. a. And he was and had no chance. Yeah. Afterthought. No chance. Yeah. And all that. Uh, Twins and Mariners final first pitch of the evening. That's Joe Ryan for the Twins. Logan Gilbert for the Mariners. Minus one twenty on Gilbert and the Mariners as home favorites. Uh, even money on the Twins as road underdogs. Seven is the total there. We talked to Paul Spore a little bit earlier. He said he's going to back Ryan and the Twins tonight. He said he really likes what this lineup is doing and said he was a fan and was touting Joe Ryan before the season began. So he has to follow through with that. Um, if you look here, uh, Buxton, Correa, Kepler, Urshela, all in the lineup there, Larnock for, for the, for the twins. So it is going to be their, their typical big bats in there for them. By the way, in that Yankees uh, raise game, Kluber, six innings, no earned runs, but two runs did played after that error, four hits, three strikeouts, one walk for his night. But Garrett Cole, six innings of no earned run baseball, five hits, seven Ks against one walk, 92 pitches for Garrett Cole tonight. So Garrett Cole getting it done in the Cole-Cortez back and forth with the Yankee starters. Oh, our, Yankees our look boy, like oh. Yankees 44-16, and 16, trying to improve on that. Our boy got out. Mountcastle? Yeah. It's not allowed. But he's three for four. With two doubles and a home run. And Goldschmidt got another hit, three for three? Yes. Goldschmidt's three for three now uh, there for the Cardinals. Again, just a, kind of the kind of one of those guys that was getting overshadowed by Nolan Arenado's hot start there for the Cardinals. And, and God, we, we noticed it and we didn't do anything about it. And that yeah. is now I feel stupid. Kelly whispered in my ear when, we're, when you asked the uh, rhetorical, largely rhetorical question of who had the two RBI for the well, Guardians. I, I screwed up the teams at first because I, I said Todd Helton. Which made no sense. That's made why no I was sense. laughing. But yes. then in my in my ear, what did you say? Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes, of course. Did yes. he get the two RBI? I'm just yes. going to give you guys my favorite players from all, all of the MLB franchises, okay? I'll mm-hmm. make a list for you one day. Serrano. Yeah, Serrano could have hit it too. You're right. He would have been more likely. Yeah, Jake Taylor. I mean, like some of my uh, favorite favorite angels would be Matthew McConaughey or uh, <laughs> what's, what's the ones name? in the outfield. Tony Danza. Tony Danza was the pitcher, right? The ones in the outfield. <laughs> yeah, the ones in the outfield. Yeah. Major League, where does that rank up for baseball movies for you? It's pretty, it's pretty I, high I, up. Uh, for me, it's a top five, yeah. if not a top three. Because, listen, I think everyone looks at sports movies and thinks it has to be serious because it's a sports movie. I don't know. But, like, so good. it can be entertaining. Mm. And, yeah. like, and that was just unbelievably entertaining. Bob Euchre, Charlie Sheen. That was great. Yeah. Corbin, was it? Corbin uh, Burnson? Burnson. Burnson. Yeah. Was he Jake Taylor? Was that who he was? No, he was, uh, he was the third baseman. Oh, yeah. yeah. T- uh, Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger. Tom right. Berenger was, yeah. yes. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, great cast. That was – that. I might go home and – Wesley, I might, I might watch, Wesley I might watch, Snipes. Yeah, right. Snipes, Snipes really made says, yeah. yeah. I mean, Rookie of the Year was a great movie, too, and that's like a kid's movie. Come on. The kid breaks his arm, he pitches for the Cubs. It's fantastic. Have you, uh, have you watched Bad News Bears recently? No. That movie could not get made today. Uh, I was just about to say, it's incredibly, it's incredibly it, racist. Pretty sure there's a male Kelly in that, on, though, if I remember there correctly. There is a male Kelly. Star of the show. Star of the movie. Yeah, that movie is uh, not of these times. 
Let's just put it that way. <laughs> it's uh, remarkable to look to look back at what is. was allowed back then. Oh yeah. It is some of them. You oh, you you can watch movies from ten years ago and say the same thing. You're like, yeah, but those that era that, though, that's in a different way. Yeah, You're but right. this era is like, no, no, no. That that movie would not get made. No, like like you you would like just stop in your tracks and be like, oh no, 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 no. The the ten years ago thing is interesting because that's more like the the bad news bears thing is like super obvious right in front of you. The ten years ago thing is a little more nuanced where you're like, wow, yeah, you really can't do that right. now. Yeah. We no. had something, we had a tweet tonight, which we won't talk about, but your instinct is to read it on air, and then you're like, no, I don't think you can in this yeah, day I can't even age. do that anymore. Yeah. The the movie of that era, too, that gets still gets shown all the time, that in and of itself is a good is a good movie, but, like, you talk about, like, like four, 48 hours? Uh-huh. You, 48 hours would not get, in its current, with oh, its yeah. current no, script, would not get... 48 hours would not get made. That looked like even, it you hurt. Even, you've never 48 seen hours? Yeah. That looked like it hurt real bad, Luther. No, you don't know. Eddie Murphy? No. No, I don't know that one. It was Eddie Murphy's first major motion picture, I believe. It might have been. 48 hours was his first big screen feature. Yeah, I don't know that one. 48 hours preceded Trading Places. Seen that. And then Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, no, no, but there was one dud in the middle. Do you remember what the dud was in the middle? Trading there? Places, Brian Rogers' favorite gambling movie. Trading Places? Yeah. I was like, well, I was like, it's a I good guess point. that's considered it a is, gambling yeah. movie. Oh, it's a, the whole thing is one big gamble. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's but a you one don't ever bet, right? think of it as right. a, yes, it, yeah. it is. Actually. One large bet. Okay. All right. I, I, I thought it was an interesting take on the question. I got to be honest. I never would have in a million years considered that a gambling movie, but I will now. Yeah. 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 I thought it was an interesting answer to the question. I will now. I, 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 he said that when someone asked Isaiah Wrinkle who, what his favorite betting movie was, and I said, you can't a- ask him because he's never even seen Rounders. So whatever his list is, it's already skewed the, in a bad direction. What your favorite gambling movie is certainly changes by how old you are yeah because like so for me rounders is like yes infinitely above everything else because it like influenced my whole it's my life like, life yeah. essentially yeah. you know so it was and i've seen it roughly 117 times i don't know about you but yeah you do rounders you've seen Rounders. oh yeah yeah color bunnies up there for me too by the way the eddie murphy dud movie early in his career in between 48 hours trading places and beverly hills cop was the golden child Although that was not terrible. Wasn't? I don't think it was terrible. I don't know that one either. I, I would, I, I mean, I've seen it. A, wow. I've seen it, I've seen it several times. Ooh. I've seen it several Just times. Just saying, Matt, you like that movie. You like I'm it. A, well, I mean, and, I mean, Coming to America is like my favorite movie of all time. Oh, that's probably, a good Probably oh, my favorite movie of all time. Great movie. Probably my favorite movie of all time. I've certainly seen it more than I've seen any other movie. It's up there. Because it's just so easy to just flip. Uh, yeah, it's such like, a great watch. You just need to kill yeah. 45 I mean, minutes. We even reference it on the show. Channels, pick it, pick just, it up yeah. wherever. Yeah. <laughs> Where's you the pick it up Because you know all the, yeah, because you know <laughs> the lines. <laughs> so you really can't right, you pick it, it up whenever. Da-ha. Yeah. <laughs> Taste the soup. Coming is, back, wrapping things up on Beeson's Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Uh, Kelly provides us with a rundown. It's a, what is that, media term for, uh, you know, a script, I guess, for these shows. Right, yeah, the, the order in which we talk about things yeah. on the show. And we generally stick to it. Generally, yeah. Generally. Um, and uh, in this uh, segment, Matt, you should know that he wants to talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs for the entire well, yeah, Stanley Cup finals for the entire. Got a lot to talk about. I'd love to get your advance. Why don't? Yeah. Why don't you? Well, you know, um, what, what I've got to say is um, the I'm just surprised at the chalkiness that we're ta- that we're seeing with these two teams <laughs> yeah. making it all the way to the Stanley Cup finals. Hmm. That's what I've got to say. That's about That's good. It. Good. Good analysis. We could take a look at these for thoroughness's sake. Get Avalanche minus one seventy-five for the series. Lightning, the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs, go for three P plus one fifty. LGL. There you see the series spreads. There you see the total games. Six is the short shot. Four is the long shot plus five fifty, and then the correct uh, outcome. Lanch and six, as well as the Lanch and five and the Lanch and seven. All of those are four to one. How about that? Lightning in six. Six to one. That's what you're doing? Yeah. It's my bullet. I would totally, like, you know, if I was into betting hockey, I would totally be betting the lightning here. In fact, I may have a lightning bet before this series starts. I will, too. Yeah. How about that? There it is. I'm going to make a hockey bet. Game one tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Eastern time. So for... You East Coasters out there, not quite as bad. So we're as the all NBA betting the Lightning though, so we can root together. Because I don't want to like, yeah. I don't want to root like yeah. other hockey. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do a game. I'm just going to do the series. Yeah, yeah, me, me too. Yeah. I was just trying to give the game line for our listeners and viewers. Uh, Lightning plus one thirty-five, <laughs> Avalanche minus one fifty-five. Total set at six for tomorrow. Oh, I wasn't like saying that you shouldn't. I was just <laughs> clarifying the bet. It's, I wasn't saying it for that. I know. In the Lightning series is Matt putting it in right now. Yeah. Yep. Okay. We're, we're all do it. We're all done. done. Let's go to Kia Kucherov. Family pot, you know. And Braden Point. Yes. Kucherov. And Vasilevsky. I have a 30. I have a 30. Look at me rolling, No, no, man. no. We want Stamkos. Wow. Stamkos. Because I have a 31 on Stamkos to win the Kelly, do you Con Smythe. Do you think you know the names of more members of the Tampa Bay Lightning than you do of any hockey team of all time? Yes. Yes. Because they have been so consistently good. Yeah. 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 I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, I think the only other one. No, there's not. Nobody else is even comparable. I was going to say the Penguins maybe with like. What price? Mario you Lemieux. I wasn't even going to go that far back. I was going to just go like Malkin and uh, and uh, Crosby and stuff. But like, I, I think it stops there. That's <laughs> the problem. So, yes, I can definitely name more players on this on this lightning team than any, any other team. What number did you get on Lightning? 150. That's exactly what I got. Yeah. Plus 150. Can you ask? I, as Isaiah asks, even the Golden Knights, and yes, I can name more Tampa Bay Lightning players than the Golden Knights. Did you see that the Golden Knights hired a new head coach today? I did see that. I don't know what his name is. I don't know where he's from. I <laughs> don't did? know what his background his, yeah, is. Yeah, they did. His name is Bruce Cassidy. He uh, most recently is the was the head coach of the Boston Bruins and had quite a bit of success with the Bruins through the years as their head man. He is no longer their coach. He is now the Golden Knights head coach. Barry Trotz still without a gig. Barry Trotz, who uh, took the caps to the Stanley Cup championship back in 2018. Hey, you talking about that 2008 uh, Penguin team? Is that what you're talking about? Sure, yeah. Like Sidney Crosby and Marion Hassa, those guys? Yeah, like sure. Those, yeah, 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 yeah. Like La- those guys. I think there was Malkin. Was yeah, Evgeny Malkin, right? Wasn't he, wasn't he always on those teams? Malone. Ryan Malone was on that team, I think. <laughs> 
I mean, maybe you're making up names now. I don't even know. Hope you did your rundowns of justice right there. Hope we did your rundowns. Yeah, justice. we got the numbers out there for everybody. Mark Andre Fleury was the goalie for that team. That was the other name I knew. I actually <laughs> knew that one. I knew that one. It's a little silly. Goes like that. The uh, did you guys see this Jason Tatum tweet they pulled up from ten years ago, man? Uh oh, what a joke! What would he say? Said Jabari Parker is better than Andrew Wiggins. Everybody pulled it up from ten years ago. Did he really? I've never done anything like you that. You have I've never, never done, done anything, anything like, that. like that. And this is appalling. We should absolutely get on this guy for the do, stupidity. Do we team. have a screenshot of what you said? I don't think we do. I don't think we do. I'll the try the comment is Jason Tatum saying Jabari Parker is better than Andrew Wiggins. Obviously, with current day implications, All is, I know is still if, not as bad of a take as Kelly's yeah, was. If you, if you are familiar with the Freezing Cold Takes Twitter account, uh, I, ha- I have talked with the gentleman who runs that, and, and he still says mine is his favorite of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a lot these days. Share with and, everybody. And it, what it was. and it gets uh, as much uh, oh, as many replies. When my phone once a year, my phone blows up because you know they do. The way he runs it is it's always the his like the anniversary. You know how you get on your phone like you know notifications if it's an anniversary. So once a year, it's always like in June because it's right around draft time. It's always in June. My phone just blows up and dies within like three hours because of how many people call me a moron and you know, all this kind of stuff. Because I said that if I was drafting uh, the year that Kawhi Leonard was in the draft, I would take Chris Singleton over Kawhi Leonard. In if fairness. I don't know who Chris Singleton in, was. He is a... In fairness, I loved Chris Singleton. He went to your Wizards. I loved him. In fact, when the Wizards drafted him, I was so pumped. I was like, yes. He was so good in college, man. He was awesome. Because he was like a he was a unique kind of player. He too. was. Well, him and Kawhi were kind of comparable. That, right. That's that's kind of why I used him as as the reference. It was just he had a better offensive game than Kawhi did at San Diego State at the time. <laughs> it was freezing hot cold take. Was it freezing hot? Freezing cold takes. Freezing yeah, cold yeah, takes. So, guy, so we can expect that a week from today when it's the end of yeah, the draft Yeah, it again? probably is. Yes, I can expect the anniversary oh, very soon. I love it. How did he find that you tweeted that? I have no idea. That's tremendous. So Jason Tatum said that about Jabari Parker and Andrew Oh, I Wiggins. think I say he's found the tweet. Oh, yes. I'm pulling it in now. But... There you go. You see, uh, you see Kepka came out today, too. Oh, was like, I was, thank, you, thank you so much like, for bringing I'm this up. I'm done talking about the live stuff. He's like, I'm done talking about the live stuff. Look, we're we're putting a black cloud over the U.S. Open and all this stuff. And How'd like, you feel about that? I can't believe I kind of agree with him. Oh, I had a totally different take. Me too. Totally Me different too. take. I, I, I'm, I actually, what I said was, is I put a I put a, a, a limit on it today at the end, like today. Tomorrow should be like looking at the tournament. So like, so like, I get it. I get it. But also, no, because this is the most bi- the biggest story in golf since Tiger Woods basically became a thing. Back me up on this, Kelly. It came off to me as a guy who is not particularly intelligent deciding that because he truly knows that he has nothing intelligent to say about the subject, that he was just wanted it to disappear. I did not take him at his word at all. It, it seemed very Brooks-esque to me. Totally like, Brooks-esque. I'm, I don't want to talk about it. What I'm sick of talking about it. He's sick of talking about everything. Brooks, I get it. You have nothing nothing interesting to say about it. That doesn't mean you have to swing and, and, and act like it's not important to save your Lack of intelligence. That's how I read. I it. also think that there are like I, I've seen. I've had. I've seen people have problems with some of the journalists and how they've asked questions and what they're writing about with this. Which, which you can maybe back up. You're right. Journalists are supposed to be very. I mean, you're not supposed to be biased with your reporting. Unfortunately, you have. We talk about this on this show and off this show all the time. The three of us, right, of holding two two thoughts in your head at the same time, which our society cannot do anymore. Can't do it. It, it has to be tough to write about golf every single week like these guys do and not think that your job is being directly impacted by these guys that are li- leaving for the live tour. So I understand that like that. It, it is it is it is hurting. It is going to hurt the PGA Tour product, at least in the short run. Therefore, it's going to hurt probably your profession well, in the short run. Too. The other guys, though, that that matter again, like came back again today. Whatever, I mean, like. I thought Rom's answer was like the best one it, it, of the bunch Rom, so far, Rom, where he was just kind of like, "Hey, look, I've got enough money." Yeah, like, I saw that answer. He was, like, I like that. he was like, "I've got enough money where I could retire and live comfortably, so it's just not 
about money to me, you know, like at this point to me, like he's mm-hmm. like, maybe for some people, you know, it is what it is. He's like, I got to, I got enough money, you know? So I would just rather play against the best people and compete and whatever. And, and, and all that Rory did say today that the shot of, they took the, uh, they took the easy way out. Mm-hmm. I thought was pretty, Yeah, I thought was pretty good because Rory's that's kind of what we were saying, yeah. kind of what we were saying where it's like, it's a bunch of dudes on the either tail end of their career or they were just always middling golfers. Yep. And so it's like, eh, I'm done competing but against see, these I, guys. I love all those answers because those are interesting angles and everything. The whole, oh, I'm sick of talking about it. Is, I don't know why that triggers me so much, but it's just like, shut up then. I gave we it get to the, talk about it because it's to fascinating to today. Tomorrow, though, I do want to hear what these people like think about the course and like what's going on. Like, oh, yeah. like, I am, I am actually interested in the tournament of itself. Of course, once the tournament starts, that's yeah. all we're all going to talk about. But it's fascinating. But anyway, here's, here's Kelly's tweet from May 17th, 2011. I'm sorry. You should read it in your voice, Kelly. I'm sorry, but I've seen Kawhi Leonard play about 10 times. If I was an NBA GM, I would take Craig Singleton over him. <laughs> this guy can't shoot the basketball. The best, Come on. The best part go. about that is you saying, I'm sorry at the beginning. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's great. I'm sorry. Cut Jason Tatum some slack, all right? It was a long time ago. Uh, I loved Chris Singleton. I was like, he's going to be a wizard for 15 years. But I didn't tweet it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Nightcap is next. Tim Murray and Sean King. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is it. NBA Finals. Everyone know what to do? Me? I'm going to keep loving these great offers from DraftKings and this dip. Bet just $5 to get $150 instantly. DraftKings, official sports betting partner of the NBA. New to VEASAN, the best way. New to VEASAN, the best way. New to VEASAN, the best way. New to VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.